Hello, and welcome to another episode of the How to Scale a Business podcast. This is Hector Santi Esteban, and I am one of your hosts. And we are here with another fantastic guest, Patricia Monica Ojeda. Some of the conversations here have gotten really tactical and really do this, do that, and click here, click there, go here, meet this person. But Patricia has a really amazing story and a really cool thing that she's now bringing to the world. And cool is such a terrible word, Patricia, so forgive me for using that word because you have such a needed and such a special story. So thank you for spending some time with us today on the show. Thank you for the invitation. Can you give us a little bit about your background, your experience, a little bit about how you got to where you are, and then a little bit about what you're doing now? I started at the very beginning of information technology in South America and Argentina. And since then, I've been in every area of information technology and business. And in the last 20 years, I've been more in marketing, operations, and technology, and including sales <laughs> in different companies. And I've been working in the last five years, mostly, helping professionals as small and medium business and entrepreneurs. Now, you mentioned before we start, got started that a big part of your mission changed. You used to be, your initials are PMO, and so you used to be a project manager. And now your initials have changed, or, or your initials have stayed the same, but what those stand for is a little bit different. Can yeah. you talk about that? In 2021, I'm a stage four cancer survivor. In 2021, I was after the COVID, the, the lockdown from COVID, we discovered that I had cancer and it was a really bad cancer. And usually the people used to know me as a Patricia Monica Ojeda project management office because I have a strong background in project and program management. And since I got recovered, now I'm a positive mental outlook. The PMO change. And because that change, I also changed the way I work with business. How much you can share as much as you want, but you went through a recent challenge with your health. How much did that play a role in this change, going from project manager to motivating people? Change a lot because... When you are notified that you have such a kind of things in your body, it's like when somebody says you're going to crack your business, okay? If we, there is a big distance between one another thing, but you become very much creative person to move through saving your business. In my case, it was saving my life. And I applied all the techniques that I learned for leadership, resiliency, and manage program or manage a product to save my life. I took my life as a project and I decided to make the project successful. And every technique that I learned for leadership, like how to do meditation, how to do visualization, I had to change the way I was eating. So I had to plan a different way my diet. I applied it every technique that I learned during all these years for my life. So what I learned, it was, I learned a lot of things, but what I learned that when a person has a business and the person is not okay, the business is not going to be okay. So it usually happened yeah. that many of us has a regular job and the side hustle. If you are bad in your job, you're going to be bad in your side hustle as well. 
this has come up a lot. The idea of the health of the individual makes up the health of the organization. Exactly. If you're at baseline, right, or you're optimal is one thing, but if you're below baseline and you're you're ill, it's going to be really hard for you to run your business as well. So I'm curious, there was a couple of things that happened here. First, you had to, you mentioned, turn your life around, essentially. And then on top of that, then there was a whole building business that came after that. Take us into that. What was that like when you had this realization and you realized that you also had the tools to be able to to recover from it? What was that like? What did you do? I went from why me to why not me in an hour. Mm. And after that, I said, okay, why not me? I decided to use all the tools that I'm seeing in, from today, okay, two years back. What I did was I, dis- I used all the network that I have, and I asked them, listen, I have a stage four cancer. I don't know what are my odds to survive, but I don't ask you to pray. But just send me a positive thought. That was one of those. The other one was, during my entire career, I was doing a lot of research. So you started doing a research. What, why do you have these kind of things? Okay, I did my research and I discovered many books and things that I was reading. Books and internet that the diet it was a huge factor of your recovery. Okay, let's get the project of change the diet ahead. Then the attitude is a huge factor of any kind of recovery when you're sick. Let's clean the aspect of what I need to see every day. So I'm waking up, I'm happy because it's a new day. And I switch to see the things in a way more to see, okay, I always see the best and expect expect always the best. I see the good and expect the best. And I put that in my life all day, in business and in my personal life. And when I work with my clients today, I say, okay, they said, oh, no, my business is a mess. Okay, you are declaring that your business is a mess. (laughs) So they change if we do something positive. If we think something positive in the business aspect, you're going to do something good as well. The per- I think you're t- drawing on this perspective, right? We can have an unlimited amount of perspectives and we can have a negative perspective yeah. or we can have a positive perspective. Yeah. It's the same situation, same circumstance, same everything, but our perspective, what we're and how we're looking at it is going to affect how we act, how we treat them, the results, everything that comes from it. And what you're talking about, I'm hearing, is that our perspective is affected and impacted by what we allow into our world, what we listen to, who we talk to, what we watch, the things we read. All of those things are informing our attitude, our perspective, and these things, which is if impacting our health, <laughs> our business, all these things that we want to do well at. I have a colleague. My colleague has, he says, corporate health. And it's not about healthcare. It's about the health of your corporation. It's a different way to treat your business. It's the people, it's not just work-life balance. It's okay. So you're working. If you're not happy spending eight or nine hours in my business, my business is not going to be okay. 
and that affects your entire life. One of the things that as a consultant in leadership that I used to do is if your people is not okay, there is no project that is going to be okay because you have to absorb the change, embrace the change, and move on. And that is sometimes not easy. Change is so different or so hard. And what I'm realizing and learning is that we would almost rather experience pain and suffering than change. We would rather deal with the same sort of pain because it's comfortable to us than changing and doing something different that actually might hurt less, (laughs) might be less painful. Might be less painful. Yes, no, I'm agree. And I always said, you're not, I'm not happy here. You're not a bush. You can move. (laughs) So in business is the same. And this is an example of what's happening in my career. I was in almost every stage of information technology since the beginning of my career. And when I was an interoperability expert, okay. So it happened in a moment that, okay, it's too much. There is new people coming in. Okay, change. What is the next? Information security. Okay, let's do information security. It's fun. It's new. It's uh, excited. Okay. Too many people in this business now. Okay, let's do something different. And uh, and I am today doing consulting in a different way, doing holistic consulting, which is interesting as well. Yeah. What are some of the things that you see when you come in and work with people that you're like, oh my goodness, (laughs) we have to stop this. If you don't, if you don't stop doing this, we can't move forward, right? There's not, if we don't, this is the step one before we can go to steps two or three or four. I think so many people, they see all of these other things and five ways to do this and 10, 10 steps to this. But a lot of times there is an important first step to making all those other ones a lot easier. Are there any big mistakes or any first steps that you think people should be looking to when they're trying to get on this sort of path? I guess the first thing is be accountable. So realize that you are there because of somebody else. And from that moment on, when you see the reality and, okay, it's me, it's not nobody else here, you have to be open to make a change, to switch. There's that, that change word again. Yes, and again, it's a switch. Sometimes it's a tweak, okay? Sometimes it's just a little bit tick. And sometimes it's to relearn because there are many things that we learned in the past that with a little tweak is a different point of view of the same thing. Yeah. It's interesting this, you... You talk about switches or little, little tweaks. When I'm when I'm thinking about growth, right? The, yeah, there are the things that you just need to dial a little bit. You just need to do a little bit more of this. You just need to do a little bit more of that, or maybe you just need to change this a little bit. And then there are big shifts where we've got to sh- change. We've got to do that. For me, a big one was social media. Right. I was someone who was always scrolling. And so I had to get very intentional about it. If I don't have my to-do list or I don't have my checklist, my things that I 
there are certain things that I have to do or else I'm just, I'm lost in the desert. And so I, that's kind of what you're talking a little bit too, is that there are these kind of core fundamental decisions that people need to make. Yeah. And every kind of decision, remember that is going to be a, a little bit of change on what you do. Change is the word or let's say transformation, because everyone is talking about transformation today. Okay. If you were walking to your job in a certain way and you make a transformation, you're going to go around in a different way. It's transformation. We transform our life every minute if you want. And the thing that we learn, the cellular level, according with the research, the body, the human body changes every 18 months. You make a full cellular transformation every 18 months. So why do not make change in your way of thinking every 18 months? <laughs> that's an interesting, I want to get into this. Okay. This is, that's fascinating because I've never heard this 18 months timeline. So when we get back from break, just, I want you to share some more about this and also some steps on how people might approach this complete transformation. How exciting to think about that from a cellular level, at least for me. So anyways, we're going to get into that right after this quick break. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. Today's episode is brought to you by Amplify Media. And we are a podcast production company, but that's really just what we put on our website. Our goal is to get your mission and your message and your passion out to more people. So if you have something that a genius that you feel is locked up inside that you want to get out, we can help. Go to amplifymedia.com. That's A-M-P-L-A-F-Y media.com. You can find all the info in the show notes and we'll see if we can help. All right, Patricia, you have, before we went to break, you mentioned this 18 months, and I don't know, our conversations on this show have gotten a little woo-woo, a little <laughs> weird sometimes, a little, they veered off from the X's and O's or the typical finance, financial stuff. But I think about what, when you talked about at the beginning that, you know, the health of the individual makes up the health of the organization. If you can transform yourself in 18 months, why can't your business trail right behind that, right? If you're going to transform yourself, you can imagine that your business is going to transform, I don't know if equally, but it will follow suit that if you want to evolve your business that you as an individual have to evolve. And this year and a half period, I've heard people talk about three months, three years, 90 days, whatever it is, but this concept of 18 months is really unique. So I'm curious your thoughts on it, how you've seen this play out, how it might work out for somebody. I'd love for you to just share any thoughts on this. Okay. To change the way to make the things is 21 days. If you wake up every day at 5 a.m. on the day 22, you're not going to need anymore the alarm. You're going to wake up by yourself. Okay? On 90 days, you create a full habit. Okay? It's a full habit. Then, this at cellular level, the body, the, according with the epigenetics, research, this a cellular level that is every 18 months, the body has the ability to heal in a specific kind of cells. After seven years, full seven years, your body has a total transformation. I'm going to send you the link because it's super interesting. 
So what happens when we do time management in business, you can create a habit in 21 days. We try to make the transformation in a specific timeline. So what do you do when you go to the office? You arrive to the office, leave your things in the desk, go and get your coffee, talk with your peers, and get back to your desk. Okay. If you want to change the way that you do that, you can start with 21 days, and then in 90 days, this, the habit becomes a way of life. And you're going to do it in the same way, the new way. What can help someone get to each of those milestones? Because getting to 21 days, there's a different mindset than getting to 90. Yeah. And then once you're at 90, okay, now that's three months. So the, I guess the next mindset would be, okay, how does that, now 18 months, or maybe there's a shorter milestone and then seven years. I would just imagine that these phases, they have different challenges and they require perhaps a different mindset or perspective as you're moving through. The way that you want to transform yourself. So in my case, I said, okay, I used to have this habit. I wake up at 5 a.m., I do meditation, then I do the exercise, I get back to my home, I do the things that, I, and at 9 a.m., I have up and running to work in my business. Now I have a situation that changed the way that I used to do the things. So I have to go back, and I spend exactly 90 days to get back to wake up at 5 a.m., <laughs> do meditation, do the exercise. But it was the goal that I have. My goal was to get back up. In business, your goal is to grow or transform my business in something else. And there is a project. You create a project. You create timelines. You create more goals to achieve. In the business, is there is a KPI, key performance indicators. If you do something in this way, and after 90 days, the performance indicator is not the one that you're looking at. Okay, let's make a tweak and see if we can get the new one. The value that we are looking for. This is usually happen when you make the people talk about the digital transformation. Digital transformation is about the transformation of yourself using new technology. Doesn't mean that the company is working totally in a different way, digitally different way is how we access to the technology and how we use the technology to grow or change or do something different. That is the transformation using the technology and digital way. So it's a plan. The goal is to change, okay, this is the transformation in a specific timeline. Yeah. This has been a really, really fascinating and I think very important conversation for me, <laughs> just the importance of looking at habits and goals and KPIs and how all of those fit together, right? Especially for a solopreneur where they are the ones driving the business, that their individual habits are responsible for so much of the results and the revenue. And it can all point back to what we talked about today. So Patricia, if people want to go and get connected with you more, if they want to go into your world, where can they follow you or where can they dive deeper into some of the stuff that we've talked about? You can Google my name, Patricia Monica Ojeda, and you're going to find me on LinkedIn. You're going to find me on Facebook, Instagram, 
And usually it's better if we connect on LinkedIn. That is going to be awesome because you, I, you have to choose a platform to have all your story. And I chose many years ago LinkedIn, but still I'm trying to get into Pinterest, Discord, Instagram, Facebook, I'm trying to go on everywhere. But still, it's, the best way is LinkedIn. And just Google my name, Patricia Monica Ojeda, which is positive mental outlook. I love it. Guys, go get connected with Patricia. And my last question for you, Patricia, is in your opinion, what is the secret to growing or scaling a business? The energy that you apply at your business. Yeah, that's simply put. I love it. Guys, I appreciate you get you all being here and sticking with us. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. If there is someone who is in the midst of growing a business or they're thinking about growing a business, send them this episode and take one thing that you learned from Patricia today, implement it, execute on it, and, and let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear about your success. Thanks as always for being a part of the tribe. We'll see you on the next one. Later guys.